two siblings that like to make each other laugh. Cracking fart jokes and reminiscing on the past. I'm Michael and she's Madison. Hi. We're not family friendly, but we're family size. Hey, I um am still Michael after a whole year. And I am Madison after a whole year. And this is still the, the Family, family Size Podcast. Podcast. After an entire year. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have been doing this. Yeah, so when this for comes, a year. This will come out, this episode comes out in a week, I believe. So that'll be the 21st, our first episode ever. Uh, Music and Murder was uploaded on September 22nd of last year. So it'll be just a day before a whole 365 days. And we thought, what better way to celebrate than to kind of look back over the past year? Yeah. At our favorite moments, funniest moments, different things like that. So what do you think? That sounds good. Um, before that, though, uh, if you remember from last week, uh, we played the 20 name game. That's what I'm calling it right now. Um, I was the host. Madison was the participant. And she wanted to do it in the other direction. So um, she's got some names prepared for me. And we're going to do that before we get into our special events. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right. All right. So Madison has a notepad and I have a notepad so we can keep track just like we did last week. So I'm going to go ahead and write the numbers 1 through 20 and cross them off as I say them. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. So, did you just explain how this works? Uh, no. Um, Basically, for... um, he heard it on an episode of content. The episode, it's uh, Tom Scott and Friends. Okay. Formerly known as Dark Squidge. Okay. So, it's basically where you come up with a list of 20 names that are relevant to the human that you're asking the question. So, they're going to be celebrities that they know. Some People that they have opinions about mainly would be the funny one. Then you come up with 20 scenarios where it's a fill-in-the-blank thing. Only thing is, the person you're asking the questions to does not know the list of 20 names. So they blindly have to choose numbers between 1 and 20 for each question until we are out of questions and out of numbers. And then we go back and read the question or the scenario with the name that they have blindly chosen. Correct? Yes. All right, so let's get started. All right. If you found yourself waking up in the back of a movie utility van, the fir- or moving utility van, the first person to come to mind as the kidnapper is... Definitely nine, bro. Nine? For sure. All right. You partied hardy last night and woke up with mm-hmm. not only a killer migraine, but an even worse sharp pain in your rectum. When you go to the ER, the X-ray, uh, they x-ray you and find a toy car inside. The only thing you can think to say is... 13. It's the first day of school. Your best friends can't uh, take you today, so you have to call your backup ride. Two. Two. All right. The only person... Four. The only person that could possibly convince you to ever eat meat again would be... One. 
One. All right. The world is ending. You pick up the phone and call blank to tell them how much they mean to you. Uh, seven. Seven means the world to me. Seven. Gotcha. All right. Uh, if you were ever called to testify against someone, who you who would you hope it would be? I will say 15. 15. Lock them up. Okay. Quick, you hit someone while driving through your neighborhood. Who are you calling to help you hide the body? 12. 12. Has there been one of these that's not a crime yet? <laughs> I know, I did a lot of that. Um, if you found yourself fond of a man's physical intimacy, you're going straight for... 20. Gotcha. It feels weird saying any number below that <laughs> when talking about sexual attraction. <laughs> All right. You'd never cheat, but if in an alternate universe uh, you did, it could only be with... And now i got to go under 20. Uh, 19. 19. Yeah. You want to go to the Black Lives Matter march downtown. Who's your ride or die? Huh? Who's this the person one. you're going with? Um. Yes. Who's person? All right. We're gonna bring book bags with like milk jugs and stuff in them in case people get tear gassed. Yeah. Um. And if shit pops off, I'm hopping that car real quick. I can trust them. Um. I'm gonna say seventeen. 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 All right. You would never be surprised if one day you saw that Blank was living on the streets. That's a definite 11 right there. 11? Yeah, for sure. From Stranger Things. Yeah. You gotta give it to them. Blank has killer mutton chops. Uh, 18, buddy. If you could claim one celebrity as your sibling, that celebrity would be... 8. Eight. Years old. <laughs> I want a little brother. <laughs> You're not allowed to name your kid what you want to name your kid anymore. Okay. The kid's name is now... Fourteen. Literally fourteen. Fourteen bold. In your suicide note, you blame Blank Whoa. as the 13th reason why. Whoa. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Um, you blame Blank as the 13th reason why. Well, 13's already taken, so we're going to go with 6. That bastard. That rat bastard. Alex isn't able to plan your birthday party this year, so she calls Blank to do it. Mm, 3. 3. You would definitely fall asleep in Blank's arms. Uh, 16. You would totally watch Terrifier again if Blank asked you to. A 10, because they have to be a fucking 10. 19. So it would be my um, It's truth or dare time, and you've chosen the risky dare. Risky dare? 
Okay. The risky dare. Your friend tells you to play a round of seven seconds in heaven, and you choose blank as your kissing buddy. Oh my god, what is with these fucking questions of yours? I had uh... to pick something other than what you picked last week. The <laughs> scenarios are minimal. <laughs> um, shit. Five. And we got one more? Yep. All right. It's Halloween again, and you've chosen to go as blank to get all the ladies. I guess I gotta say four. All right. Are you ready? Uh, no. Go ahead. I am very ready. So I think a couple of these, I think you got them perfect. All right. All right. If you found yourself waking up in the back of a moving utility van, the first person to come to mind as your kidnapper is Fat Bastard. Fat fucking bastard, really. I feel like he'd be the one putting stuff up my butt. You partied hardy last night and woke up with not only a killer migraine, but an even worse sharp pain in your rectum. When you go to the ER, they x-ray you and find a toy car inside. The only thing you can uh, think to say is... Kevin James. <laughs> Kevin James. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Kevin Smith. No. Oh man, Kevin fucking James. Really? I can't imagine. That would be just imagining him partying is funny. Yeah. It's your first day of school. Your best friend can't take you today, so you have to call your backup ride Wally the Walrus. God damn. That's a crazy backup crazy ride. Crazy backup. There's so much space between. God damn, I really got no friends. Oh, no. The only person that could possibly convince you to ever eat meat again would be Jason Muse. Yeah, I'd probably be under, like, threat of physical violence, honestly. <laughs> eat the fucking meat! Yeah. Snoogans. Snoogans. Uh, the world is ending. You pick up the phone and call that one cop with the nudes on his computer... To tell you how much you, they mean to you. Tell him I'm going to haunt him for the rest yeah. of his life. If he survives this fucking apocalypse. <laughs> if you were ever called to testify against someone, you'd, ho you'd hope it would be Riley. <gasps> Riley. No, you don't get it. I'd cause a mistrial. <laughs> and then we would escape. We would escape. Quick. You hit someone while driving through the, your neighborhood. Who are you calling to help you hide the body? Hosier. Sure. And they'd find y'all in a week. They'd find the body in a week. Mm -hmm. It would be very poorly buried, honestly. <laughs> Number eight. If you found yourself fond of a man's physical intimacy, you're going straight for... Damn it. I didn't think about this. What? It's Miley Cyrus. I didn't think about the fact that I had women on this list. Nice. So it didn't work. Nice, Madison. You'd never cheat, but if in an alternate universe you did, it could only be with Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son. Madison. I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going to pick that one. You're setting me up to be a fucking predator now? Jesus. You want to go to the Black Lives Matter march downtown. Who's your ride or die? Prince. Okay. Prince died, though. Yeah. Prince is the die. Right. He did not ride. So I don't have a ride. 
You would never be surprised if one day you saw that Blank was living on the streets. Adam Sandler. Um, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't, because that's the point of the game. I would not be surprised at all. Adam Sandler, with his fucking oversized shirts, he looks homeless. Fuck him. You gotta give it to him. Robert Pattinson has killer mutton chops. Um, he did have some long sideburns. For sure. In the early Twilights, I think. He had some sideburns going. If you could claim one celebrity as your sibling, that celebrity would be Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, duh. Duh. My twin, actually. Can't name your kid what you want to name your kid anymore. Has to be Link Neal now. Ew. You don't like Link? From Rhett and Link? I don't like the name. That's a good name, Lincoln Neal. For a video game character, yeah, Link. But Lincoln. I'm gonna name my kid Lincoln. Like a Lincoln. That's log. a fine fucking name. Nah, Lincoln Volt. That doesn't. That doesn't sound right. In your suicide note, you blame. Who? What? You wrote it. What? I know. I didn't think that's bad. What? I'm so sorry. Oh, me fucking Macaulay Culkin when he's fucking nine years old isn't bad, but this is. In your suicide note, you blame Alex as the 13th reason why. Jesus. Well, no, my suicide note would probably be pretty passive aggressive, honestly. Yeah. I would just leave a note that said, you're welcome. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I'd be I shitty. Hate, don't do that, because that's what something Tyler would do. I hate him. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> finding <laughs> reasons to bring him up. I'm sorry. It just seems like something he'd do. Uh, Alex isn't able to plan your birthday party, so she calls Jackson Brown to do it for her. That's fine. As long as he performs, right? Yeah. It'll be like, like most of his songs sound kind of sad, though, so that'll be funny. You would definitely fall asleep in Kanye's arms. Ew. Because he force-fed me a cyanide pill. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You would totally watch Terrifier again if Silent Bob asked you to. I mean, think about it. He'd have to go he out. He never his, fucking yeah. talks. Yeah, he'd have to go out of his way to speak to me. It's truth or dare time, and you've chosen the risky dare. Your friend tells you to play a round of seven seconds in heaven, and you choose XXX. As your kissing buddy. XXXTentacion? Yeah. He's dead. Michael, in this universe, he's not. These are weird scenarios. Come on, man. <laughs> you're making this not fun for me. You're, you just keep saying, like, literal shit. But obviously, this isn't fucking real. And I, I, had, Jan I had Janice Joplin in mind last week. <laughs> I'm just trolling. It's Halloween again, and you've chosen to go as Large Marge to get all the ladies. That large march could get ladies. You see that tongue? Uh-huh. Yeah, dude. Large march could get it, man. Hell yeah. Well, that was my 20. Large march and in charge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So maybe in the future we can flip some other games on their head. You can make some alchemy equations um, to present me with and stuff like that. But... That is that game, and now it is time to get into our celebratory celebration. Celebrationes. Let's do it. The hubilation. Anyway, so we're going to go over some of our favorite moments. We're going to go by category, though, since there's so much. So we're breaking it up 
you know, anytime you ask someone, hey, what's your favorite thing? You're like, well, if I'm in this mood, it's this. If I'm in this mood, and you never get a straight answer, we're the same way. So, Madison, um, we're going to start off with what is your favorite What Happens Next? I really loved the way that the Thanksgiving killer went down. Yeah. But I'm going to have to say that Mr. Hands was my favorite uh, What Happens Next. Because okay. it was just such a fucked up story out of left field. It wasn't about murder. I mean, someone died, yes, like, but it wasn't about like a serial killer this time. Yeah. I really, I really liked Mr. Hands. Kenneth began to seek out increasingly extreme sexual acts, such as insertion of a fence post. He Not, dug up. You can't hit me with an insertion <laughs> of blank, dude. I am. God. <laughs> Okay, insertion of a fence post he dug up around his neighbor's neighborhood. He would dig them up? Yeah, he wouldn't just fuck them in public. I mean, what kind of man is he? He would dig them up and he would take them home. And then shove them in his ass? Yeah. Okay, great. B, extremely large dildos and fisting. Double-sided dildos? Infla- inflated balloons that he would then... Inf- oh, my God. Deflated balloons that he would di- then inflate once inside. How? Uh, or D, bedpost, mason jars, and cucumbers. Oh my goodness. No. Alright, so I'm just hoping. No, I don't want it to be any of these. <laughs> I think D, I think maybe you thought that up because of like the shock videos people used to make back in the day where they would shove pickle jars up their asses. C, I'm like, what the fuck? Did he like use a bike pump? Yeah. Like that brings a whole new meaning to like. Call it like balloon knot, right? That's a thing. Um, so I'm gonna say, I don't know, man. Like, you're, I don't think that would work. I think it, like, no, it works. The ass cheeks are just like together. That I don't think a balloon is just gonna be able to. Talk, I don't know. I don't want to think about it, but I am. Um, what was B? Extremely large dildos and fisting. All right, it's not. Uh, And where does this guy live? Washington State? Uh, he's lived in a bunch of different places. Okay, so... We have fence posts that he's stealing from his neighbors. Uh, uh, Oh, God. I just have to pick one of these terrible options. Yeah. I've already said it's not D, but I'm starting to think that it's D. Uh... Okay, D. D, bedpost, mason jars, and cucumbers. God, bedpost? No. Jesus. Extremely large Christ. dildos and fisting. I was gonna say B, but I was like, I don't know, man. Dildos aren't legal in some places. I don't... If you haven't watched it, go watch it. My favorite What Happens Next was probably... That's actually a tough one, but I think I'm gonna have to give it to Chris Benoit. Just because, like, it actually is a pretty, like, notorious case, but it was cool that you didn't know about it, and I think I did a pretty good job on that one, and we, we had some good laughs. So, anyway, he even won the World Heavyweight Championship and was hailed by many as a potential the guy in the promotion until June 2007. 
when he missed work and wasn't returning phone calls. Uh-oh. His employers, the WWE, sent the police to his home as part of a welfare check. The police entered Benoit's home on my 10th birthday to find A. The bodies of Chris Benoit, his wife, and his son. B. Chris passed out on the living room carpet surrounded by suspected sex workers and baggies of illicit drugs. C. Nothing. The Benoits had disappeared without a trace. Or D. The Benoit family worried about Chris and thinking the worst that the cops were there to tell them Chris had been found dead. This is hard. This is tough. All of these answers are good. Thank you. I I tried. (laughs) I'm liking the juiciness this is getting into. I think it's either going to be... D... And what was C? Nothing. The Benoits have disappeared without a trace. Yeah, C or D, but... B's good too. I don't think it's A. I think that's too, like... That... I feel like that's too, like, oh yeah, that's what happened. Ugh! And I feel like since it's a story that you're finding... I'm gonna go with... Oh, I'm gonna be mad at myself. Uh, D. It was A. Fuck! <laughs> the bodies of Chris Benoit, his wife, and his son. Mel's hole would be a close second though, because that, hole that so shit good, was dude. very interesting. Yeah, Mel's very hole was dope. But in terms of like the experience of doing it, I would say Chris Benoit. Of course, Benoit. you have to also give it up to Ed Kemper, the oh, original the, the one, the, the first episode ever. Kind of set the um, tone. That kind of set the tone for how goofy we fucking are. Yeah. Early on, he exhibited antisocial behavior, such as tor- <laughs> Me too, bitch. Such as torture of insects and cruelty to animals. Nope, never mind. Back that statement. At the age of 10, what did he do? Did he bury his pet cat alive, dig it up, and decapitate it and mount its head on his bike? Did he fuck his pet cat to death and then chop it in half and try to flush it down the toilet? I don't think we're supposed to laugh at that because Shane Dawson got in trouble for that. Did he curb stomp his cat in front of his parents after it scratched him? Or... Did he feed his cat to the neighborhood dog? I'm gonna go with A. I tried to do a better job of disguising it. No, you couldn't. At the age, because there there were so many commas, it kept going. (laughs) At the age of 10, he buried a pet cat alive. Once it died, he dug it up, decapitated it, and mounted its head on a spike. Kemper later stated that he derived pleasure from successfully lying to his family about killing the cat. At the age of 13, he killed another family cat. Why did he kill the cat? Is it because the cat scratched him? Is it because the cat broke something of his? Is it because he just fucking wanted to? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it because he perceived it to be favoring his younger sister? Okay, that one 
Is it is it tough now? Did I do a good job? No, the last one. What about it? Oh, you, that's your guess? Yeah. God damn it! You're not good at it. I thought I was good. No, you're saying, like... Is it because... He could kill very it because it easy him. words. Is it because very easy words? Is it because very easy words? Is it because he perceived it to be favoring his younger sister? Um... I think I would go with Mr. Hands. Okay. Mr. Hands and Chris Benoit. All right, so next, we've read read a lot of shit on Reddit, right? We've had Am I the Assholes? We had Off My Chest. We had Petty Revenge. So out of every Reddit post, which one would you say is your favorite one that we have discussed? I really did love when we talked about the uncle and the aunt getting kicked out of the house or oh, whatever. From, yeah, that was like our, in our first episode. Yeah, from um, because they didn't accept their, um, I guess, nephew as gay or didn't let him and his husband sleep in the same room. Yeah, yeah. I think that one's my favorite one. You know what? I think that's my favorite too. Like the the shit piss and and cum in the laundry basket's kind of wild. Yeah. But I think that the 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 homophobic fucking uh, uncle and aunt can eat my ass. That's like the one of the only ones that we read on the podcast where by the end of it you were like, oh yeah, this person's not an asshole at all, and this is fucking perfect. I love this. Right. The, the McDonald's uh, parking feud was really that good was, as well. That was funny. That was real petty, but... For sure. But yeah, so we, we agree. Getting uh, your aunt and uncle evicted <laughs> for being homophobic fucking slaps. Slaps. For sure. We went from living in rural Texas to living in an apartment in Manhattan. Whoa. Living that Seinfeld life. <laughs> My parents didn't sell our house in Texas. They allowed our aunt and uncle, who just had their third child, to move in while charging them a small rent. I see. Okay, so in college, when I came out as bi, my brother and dad were very supportive. My mom needed some time to accept. Need some time. That's always funny. I need some time to accept this truth. To accept the reality of this situation. That's like walking outside and being like... I need some time. I need some time to understand that the sky is blue. I gotta sleep on this. Yeah. Um, The rest of my family reacted poorly at first, but came around. During visits, we stayed with my aunt and uncle at my old house. Remember, in this small Catholic Texas town. But because we weren't married... We weren't allowed to share a bed. But this summer, my parents and brother decided to go visit my hometown again for two weeks and invited my husband and me. I wanted a motel again, but my aunt and uncle insisted my brother, husband, and I stay with them. So at this point, he is his husband. Right. Hubby. They are married. So there should be nothing standing between them and sharing a bed together since they're married now. Who's sharing a bed together? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? I said it like the name Sharon. Oh. The first night, sleeping situation was being discussed after my cousins went to bed. 
my aunt and uncle wanted me and brother to take the spare room and the husband and my husband on the couch you're gonna make my husband sleep on the couch you're gonna make me and my brother take the spare room and you're gonna make my husband sleep on the couch so so it's okay if me and my brother fuck madison sorry What I'm saying is... We deal with enough of the Dirty South jokes, okay? <laughs> Don't make that joke. I just want to know, like, who has the gall... To say that. To say that to someone. Like, and how did the conversation... Oh, you don't mind, Gerald. You don't mind if you sleep on the couch. And, like, who... No, because... They're the more, thing. They're more of a not, guest in your home than yeah, your family I'm is. not comfortable with you two being in a bed together, so you can't. But we insisted that you stay here. I'm gonna insist that. But you y'all stay can't here, share a bed. But I don't want the gayness that isn't on my mattress. Yeah, I don't want that particular sin, quote unquote, committed in my house if I can help it, is basically what they're trying to say. Alright, and then we do have more movie reviews on the way. Spooky season coming up, but within our first year, somehow we only reviewed three movies. It was funny to find out it was only three. But the movies we reviewed were The Dreaded Tusk, which is our top fucking episode to this fucking day. Um, Observe and Report. And Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring Jim Carrey. Which movie, not which movie, I guess, which movie review was our fave? It's going to be a toss-up between Tusk and and Observe and Report. Tusk-up? Yeah, it's going to be a Tusk-up. Damn. I think I'm gonna go with Tusk yeah. because my favorite part is in that fucking movie review where you're like, "Oh, thanks, I just came in you," and that shit made me close. <laughs> like, I mean, there were so many parts, <laughs> like the parts where we kept accidentally saying Walrus instead of Wally. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Wa- or Wallace. We Leave kept, Walrus and yeah. go fuck Teddy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And baby hands and all that shit. The baby hands was great. So. <laughs> this fucking. Badass baby, or whatever. So good, dude. Yeah. But he's sitting there in like an old wheelchair, like the ones that are made out of like the wicker rocking chairs almost. Yeah, Howard gets the fucking Turbo Lux 3000 (laughs) rolling in style. And and Homeboy's got a haunted fucking wheelchair. (laughs) He's got a rocking chair with wheels that got added to it. Right. It's 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 crazy. Trash. So and he's got a blanket on. Yeah, this old blanket. And Howard tells him a spider bit him. Yeah. And that Howard called a doctor. Wallace asked for his phone. <laughs> yeah. Howard says the doctor stepped on it and then it broke into pieces. And I'm wondering, <laughs> is this doctor a fucking ogre? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, she tells Teddy that she hates Wally because he's been cheating on her. She hates herself even more for staying with him, but also for what she and Teddy are but doing. But here's the problem. Those are we two. don't yes, but we don't know Teddy's there. We we don't well, we start to figure it out, but it's you know somebody's there, but the way she's staring right into the camera, you're like, "What?" It's like are you giving me back? So are you, you giving me back story? She goes through this whole thing for like 2 fucking minutes before you see Haley Joel Osment's fucking fat little white hand <laughs> crawl up her fucking beautiful face. about to snatch it off it was disgusting <laughs> it was like a giant baby's hand with hair on it no so and it's supposed to it's supposed to seem like beautiful or whatever but here's the problem 
No one ever says it's Teddy. She never mentions Teddy. Everyone but knows. Be, yeah, everybody knows because look at his fucking face. <laughs> of course he has hands like that. So, so anyway, she tells Teddy she hates Walrus because he's been... <laughs> God damn it, I can't... <laughs> she hates Wallace because he's been cheating on her. <laughs> she hates herself even more for staying with him, but also for what she and Teddy are doing. Two problems, by the way, that are incredibly simple fucking solutions. <laughs> Leave Walrus. <laughs> How it makes her want to die, which is definitely what I want to hear after I just came in you. <laughs> Thanks. But also. Oh, but also. <laughs> the problem. Teddy's sitting there, like, consoling her, like, sitting there letting her cry about this guy that won't stop cheating on her. And he's just this fucking giant baby man. Who obviously... I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say The Grinch. Yeah. I think it was just fun to, like, because, you know, it's a movie we've already seen that we enjoy. And it was fun to sit back and talk about it and discuss uh, the idea of him having superpowers and just, like, being a super human. Or not a human, but, yeah. That was really fun, and I think we had some really funny moments on there, too. Yeah. And the Who's Awakened. Yeah. Like, they're singing, singing boo-hoo. Um, and they realize that their Christmas has been destroyed. Yeah, a um, cop comes out, he's like, this is embarrassing, I've been robbed. As but, a cop, I've been robbed. <laughs> But uh, all the while, uh, Grinch has another trick up his sleeve <laughs> because he's connected a wire from this cop car. From the bumper into the fucking mayor's house somehow. It onto the mayor's bed <laughs> so that when this cop goes running, goes driving away, the mayor gets sucked through. He gets pulled. You guys, I'm saying so. Sorry, he gets pulled pulled out like he gets his him <laughs> and his whole him and his whole fucking bed get <laughs> lunged lunged I'm trying to find the right word through the house oh god through the house and and break through the the outside wall of this house and then he just goes <laughs> then he just goes sled so helpless his face is like oh my god like he's waking up, he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like I'm in my bed. What the fuck? So, and he's got, he's still got his gauze wrapped around his fucking head, and, he and he's got like, his, uh, his curlers in his hair. He just dragged like a quarter mile down the fucking road, right? And then he's just stopped, <laughs> and everybody's looking at him like, but like, here's the thing: he was sound asleep, right? So why the fuck? So when he says like. Who could have done this? I'm thinking he's only thinking about himself. Like he's like, who could have done this? What else? Because it could he have seen at this point, right? I think going back to um, kind of the what happens next, but in a, I guess it really wasn't what happens next. I'd come up with a game where it was like um, fan fiction versus the real thing, or I came up with the one where it's like I give a shitty. Description, shit descripts. Shit descripts. You had Tom Denom as well. Tom Denoms. And then there was the other one where it was like, which one of these holiday traditions is real and which yeah. one is bullshit. It's yeah. Like, and what, I mean, I loved those. I probably loved doing the Christmas one the most. Yeah, that one was really that good. That one was really good. That was really good. 
I have a lot of muscles and my son is obsessed with the action figures. I have a lot of muscles. And my son is obsessed with action figures. Snow day. No day. Oh fuck, hold up. I have a lot of muscles. <laughs> yeah. And it's It's not Black Christmas with Goldberg playing the murderous Santa Claus. Um and my son is obsessed with action figures. With one specific action figure. How about that? I'm just trying to get on the muscle train, like it's a Christmas movie. How about this also? Because I think this is the same actor. Well, it, it can. My son is also. I mean, if it's a shitty description, like it's a shitty description, like you're doing good, confusing me. So okay, don't try to make it easier. Okay, okay. Um, a lot of muscles. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is a jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. I just had. All right, so here are the two fan theories. Okay. A. Sinbad's character is an escaped mental patient who, after breaking out, killed a mailman, taking his uniform and vehicle as a disguise. All this to bomb New York City, as on two separate occasions he had a bomb in his in his possession, but claimed it was a mail bomb sent by terrorists, presumably. Or B. What the fuck? Turbo Man is a cartoon and toy from Arnold's character's childhood. He never allowed he was never allowed to have toys in his homeland of Austri- Austria. <clears throat> his father was militant and cold. Arnold now is fulfilling his childhood dreams by not only buying himself the action figure, but also dressing as Turbo Man and riding in the Christmas parade. I'm gonna be, this is so, you're fucking with me, right? Am like, I? No, like you're fucking with my head because, and because I, I listening. I just feel like I'm good at these things. Because listening to A, it's like, all right, that reminds me of the last one where it's like, is this a theory or is it a fucking joke, right? Right. And you could make something like that up, but at the same time, it's like, what, why? Whereas the second one, it's like, okay, A, I don't think that she knew that Arnold Schwarzenegger was from Austria, but fuck you. She could absolutely look it up. I know I sound like an asshole saying that. She could absolutely look it up, and she's not calling him by his character's name. She's calling him Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's which, the only person he plays in. Which movie. makes me think that it could be B that she went. Where is he from? He's from Austria. All right, and then she just started calling him Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> So it made me split because it's like she doesn't know that, but she could easily figure it out and then <laughs> go with it and forget to call him by his character's name. So, well, or it's just funnier to call him Arnold Schwarzenegger. It says Arnold's character's childhood. Oh, okay. So I would say, which one is the real fan theory? Yeah. I'm going to go with A again. You're right, and all of your reasoning is right also. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know where the fuck (laughs) this was from. (laughs) Alright, so. The first theory is, 
Buddy is a simple-minded man who loves Christmas. He lives in an orphanage he grew up in, paying his rent in way of janitorial work. Okay. Uh, Papa Elf is the head of operations in the orphanage. Um, And Buddy never had anywhere to go, so Papa Elf... That's not his name. I guess. In the the movie, his name is Papa Elf. Right. (laughs) Um, Where am I at? He didn't have anywhere to go, so Papa Elf let his... <laughs> I don't know why Papa Elf is tripping me up so bad. Let his con- let him continue living at the orphanage to make sure Buddy was always taken care of. But one day, Buddy became more self-aware... <laughs> I'm so fucked up over Papa Elf. That is so bold. That makes me want to think that it's A because you're just like Papa Elf. copy and paste it. I'm just saying Papa Elf so seriously so fucking stupid. Okay, but one day, buddy. So now that we're done with that, what is, and we're just going to keep it to one. This might make it tough, but just thinking right now, what is the funniest moment on the podcast that you can think of? Man. The thing that, like, every time you go back and listen to it or think about it, it still makes you bust to this day. Whenever we were talking about when I met Micah again. Oh, yeah. And you said, we'll add the clip, but basically. I implied he had a disability. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because you were talking so slow. I was like, what the fuck is she trying but to say? But then also it's like, oh, he didn't get any new clothes or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. There was this boy that was older than me that was like this big, chubby, mean motherfucker. Mean as fuck. Okay. And his name was Micah. And fuck you, Micah. Anyway. Because, and here's why fuck you, Micah. <laughs> I was standing... On the edge. Yeah, I was <laughs> up glory. I was standing on the edge. <laughs> I was standing on the basketball goal, and it's like the freestanding basketball goals that have like the water tank at the bottom that hold them up. Yeah. And I was standing on that with another little boy, and we are not fucking paying attention to shit. Mm-hmm. People are throwing the basketball. We're just like looking around being fucking kids i'm not paying attention to nobody i'm not ignoring anybody i'm just living my fucking life yeah this kid micah we were already all afraid of like do not step on micah's toes he's gonna lose his fucking mind (laughs) he was one of those kids that got angry quick right and and would destroy rooms would destroy families even (laughs) and he, with my face turned away from him. I thought you were going to say he with my face. Like he just no. grabbed your face and he did some shit. He ran at us like a fucking grown ass football player. <laughs> and I swear to God, I flew 10 feet in a, in one direction. Like like running? In the air. Like, oh, like he like bounced you? Like he, he came in and like, yeah. He trucked you yeah, basically. He, yeah. Nice. He bulldozed the fuck out of us. This <laughs> other little like kid it. was only half my size. I don't know why they didn't call the paramedics. I don't know where they were. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they ended I up. I think they ended up on Airport Boulevard <laughs> somehow. 
But yeah, so he hits it. So then here, check this part out though. Okay. Years and years and years later, I still obviously have this grudge against Micah. I remember his fucking name, right? It's so funny that like you always get onto me or like make fun of me because I have grudges against you for shit that you just that was nothing to me. You you're dwelling on it, but then some well, fucking I just, like, this preschool kid, child. No, we were not in we were not in preschool. He had to have been like nine or ten. He and, was nine or ten trucking yeah, folks. Trucking folks. <laughs> so you must have been like, like somebody six, that was right? little. Well, I was probably seven or eight. The what? Oh, so I. You were actually at four. You were actually at that preschool. Okay, so it was when I was still four then, I guess. And, fucking, yeah, this other little kid is literally probably like maybe five. Maybe he did. And I'm a big seven year old, right? Yeah. This motherfucker was a big ass ten year old. <laughs> I was so terrified, and every like even the teachers were like, "Don't do that. You're gonna piss Micah off." Like you're a grown ass woman. Yeah. Like that's how scary this dude was. Kick him out. Ten year old. So yeah, we go flying across the fucking playground. We're crying. We don't even know what's happened because again, <laughs> we're both just like doing our own thing. <laughs> you were just looking off, and next thing you know, you're just I'm like... <laughs> on the ground, ten feet away, flying through the air. And this dude's sitting in the corner, like fucking Bowser, just ooh, 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 like fucking King Kong or something. I'm like, the did fuck? he have something going on or? So, listen. <laughs> years and years and years later, you let me tell my story right? and you shut the fuck <laughs> you up. You never speak again. <laughs> years and years and years later. I'm 28 years old. Okay, it's like last year then. Yeah. And I'm at the same house I was at for the Christmas Eve party. Okay. But I'm just hanging out. And you never really hear the name Micah very often. No, not really. Well, then my friend says her... Not unless like someone's like receiving... Okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> Not unless someone's like being gifted some countertops. Yeah. Right? For Micah. For Micah. No. For Micah. Is it for Micah? I, I thought think, it, I think I it's think for it's, Micah. I think it's for Micah. But anyway. Well, we, either way, my joke went off the rails <laughs> quick because I couldn't think of the word countertops. <laughs> I thought you were trying to make a sexual joke and just not say No, it. I was like, cabinets, like, tables. <laughs> so I'm at this chick's house and we're just hanging out, right? And she okay. says that It's her, like the astrology chick's house? Or where she was at? Where the astrology okay. chick was yeah, yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tarot card girl is my friend. Tarot card girl and astrology chick that, are different people. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 All right. Um. By the way, I'm. I have been planning on making you a piece of art for yourself. For me? Yeah. That is a cartoon version of you, like I do cartoon people. Yeah. And it just says yes, 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 yes over your head because you do that all the time. <laughs> you noticed that? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, when did that start? But like, totally you. So anyway. Awesome. Thank you. And it's kind of like it's gonna kind of look like um. Like the candles with Mother Mary on them that Spanish people have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the wrapper. Okay, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna put that up in my room. Yeah, for, yeah. For so, um, so she goes. My sister and my brother-in-law are coming over. Well, this is just a random day. We're just hanging out. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Oh, your sister. Yeah. And she says sister's name, and then she says, and Micah. 
And I was like, hmm, it's going to be real interesting if this Micah shows up and he looks real fucking familiar. <laughs> like, I you really have still to... had him in your head? Yeah, I knew exactly what as he looked like. As soon as she said Micah, you were like, Oh, this story just gets better. This Bro, story just gets better. That's crazy. So then these two motherfuckers pull up on the block and come walking up the audacity. It's Micah from fucking That's My School. And he trucked you across and the room. And he's smaller than me now. Oh, shit. So you beat him up, And right? he's also lost a bunch of weight, but he looks like he's lost weight because of a, a disease and not because of... Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he has AIDS. Yeah, yeah, nice. That, like, good job. No, but that wasn't what it was. It was just like, he just, and he seemed really like, like he has like this, like more like a, um, disability, sad boy. <laughs> Are you shitting yourself? <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard. Madison's asshole laughed along with her. They both thought that that was very hilarious. Her toes just popped. almost built by anger <laughs> so he's got like he's got like a hoodie on and he's like yes. but he's not he still looks like it's like the fat people that get skinny but they still look like they might have all their all their skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they really still look big somehow even yeah. not. and they dress big still they didn't get new clothes right <laughs> <laughs> telling you about my weekly update about the sailors yeah and i give it away and i was like they're not real sailors and i tell you to shut the fuck up and never speak again and we had a pretty fucking good laugh right then that was great i think that was one of the episodes that i like farted during your story too. oh my god and then this older sailor comes up and he's like i'll sing a song no you won't and we're like oh and i'm only doing backup so i'm like yeah, take my mic. I don't care. He's shwasted. Yeah, he's shwasted. You're gonna let this happen? Yeah. So, um, 
all his buddies are, are right there. And uh, he was like, I'll sing a song. What song are you doing? And we're like, all right now. And, and he's like, yeah, I know that one. I'll do it. Older, chubby guy. And I gave him my mic. He's like, you can do it if you want to. I was like, no, you get up there. You do it. Slobber all over this fucking yeah. mic. You and he did. Fucking drunk troglodyte. Oh, wow. Jesus. So, um, so anyway, all his friends are there. And then somebody asks, somebody in the band asks, hey, um, can he sing? Can y'all vouch for him? And they're like, yeah, we can all sing. And I'm We're like, what, is, what the trouble. fuck? What, we know how what, to tie knots and sing. Yeah, and that's our thing. Yeah, honestly. So he gets up there, and I have a video of it. The motherfucker could sing. Was he slurring his words or anything? Or? Yeah, I mean, there were times when he didn't know the words, so he like made you know made up words, but it came across. And sometimes it was a little more like a like a harsh, loud voice than maybe on the right note but it still came across right uh-huh. because of the way the song goes and we're all just astonished so I've got a video of most of it and we're all like the, all the band members are looking out at me sitting down next to my mom sitting down next to our mom and they're like wow like can you believe this I'm like I cannot believe this is happening right now and he's like in full like Tommy boy stance he's like getting it and all every, all of his sailor friends are sitting out there just, like, losing their fucking minds. Whoa! Like, holding on to each other's shoulders and just really getting it. Yeah! Brotherly love type shit. Fucking ridiculous. Right? It gets more ridiculous. So, like, you know, throughout the night, um, of course, because it's a big group of sailors, uh, people that might be, like, veterans and stuff are coming up to them, like, Served t- 25 years in, in the army. Served 20, you know, 20 sharing years. Sharing their war the, stories. Yeah, yeah, just kind of going back and forth. And they're like, yeah, man, respect and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm just like watching it like, I would never know that life ever in my Whoa. life. And one of my bandmates mm-hmm. was is ex-military. Yeah. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah. And... He comes up to all of us and he says, look, guys. And he's like, you see the scarves they have on? And we're like, yeah. He's like, that's not how you're supposed to wear those. Are they wearing costumes? Just listen. You let me tell my story and you never speak again. You understand me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. Anyway. They were singing God damn! <laughs> episode we had alexandra on as a guest i think it was episode seven of the podcast so right after tusk 
So we had like our worst our worst time ever that ended up being our top episode, followed by possibly um, like one of our best episodes. And the story that you were telling that I had to like take a bathroom break in the middle of it and I was still laughing, uh, like the imagery you used when you're like, you know, my eyeballs popped out. They were fucking touching my toenail at this point. That, all, like, that whole story and how you like related it to when you fucking fell on the carpet yeah. uh, when someone was delivering cookies to your door <laughs> that that whole i would i would count all of that as one moment that was really great yeah that was a good one i love that yeah so leg cramps come to town i'm still asleep but like i wake up only halfway and it's like down towards like my ankle area uh-huh so, and my foot. So I know that I have to like point my foot. This is, all I know is I need to point my foot and I'm half asleep. So I go to throw my leg out and point my foot and I throw my pinky into my coffee table. Oh no. My pinky toe made a cracking noise. Of course it did. And I went from a dead asleep to one of those cartoon characters where their eyeballs pop out of their fucking head. <laughs> Michael's Michael is laughing in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, you're actually shitting. Wow. I'm glad you didn't get it on our grandmother's quilt, you nasty motherfucker. Goodness. Anyway, so I look down, like my eyeballs are like touching my pinky toe at this point. <laughs> And immediately it's bleeding. And I'm just like, I'm still like, I'm so groggy. I've just woken up from this coma. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like wiping the onion off of me. I'm wondering what's happened to me. And my shit, my. <laughs> You're disgusting. What did he say? He said, I'm wiping the onion off of me. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's blood and everything. And I'm like, I've got to go to bed. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I don't even like check my toe because I'm just like, I was, I guess because I was asleep when it happened, it only hurt for a second, but I knew I had caused some damage. Yeah. I don't know if it was to the coffee table or not. I didn't know. <laughs> but I know for a fact my toe might be fractured because I've, I put on a pair of like closed-toed shoes. Yeah. Uh, so uncomfortable, and it's is not. Is that what happened to your toe? Wherever, where what we were, I don't know, somewhere together. Oh with no. With your parents oh, while you were complaining about how you broke your toe. Okay. No, that was something else. It okay. was something else, <laughs> and what happened there, just real quick, was I had ordered insomnia cookies, but I had ordered it too late, and they like canceled the order or some shit. But then still showed up at my door, but I. <laughs> He knows what's about to happen. So they, they showed up at my door at like 11 o'clock at night. So I'd already passed out on the fucking couch. I have a bed. I don't know why I don't go to it. But it, it's like my little nappy nap zone or something. I'm like, I got to First, I've got to have a preemptive nappy nap on my couch. And then I can go to bed. So anyway. Yeah. So, so I'm asleep. And... Like I said, I like sleep, I was sleeping like the way you're sitting right now. Uh-huh. So one of my legs is under my other leg. And my legs are like fucking tree trunks. So obviously, I was suffocating one of my legs, but I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So somebody knocks on the door, and I wake up, and I'm like, what was that noise? And they knock on the door again, and then I get a call. 
hey, um, Madison, we're here with your insomnia cookies. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I stand up, I take one step, and I realize I have a phantom fucking leg. And it's more than just, like, I'm, I, I, want, I wanted to, like, put in something for insomnia cookies that was like, hey, uh, I just want to give some praise to the person that knocked on my door because I'm pretty sure I was like two seconds away from losing a limb. <laughs> Because this was worse. This was worse than just your leg fell asleep and then it almost immediately starts tingling or it feels fat on the bottom of the foot or things that kind of thing. Yeah. I didn't have a leg. So my father, mind you, the door is right there. So I get off the couch. I take one step and then I just start flopping like a goddamn fish, like some SpongeBob shit. And I'm looking down at my foot and it's going. It's just flopping back and forth. That's when I break my shit because I just see my shit bent backwards and all over the place. I carpet burnt my fucking toe at the same time as if I was on car as if I was on uh, concrete. Like I'm just like it's just doing what it wants, and this got to be a fifty pound leg. You know what I'm saying? Like just doing whatever. It's like rogue leg. This ends in me busting my ass again. It's eleven o'clock at night. Imagine being on the other side of the no, door. No, I was right here. I landed over there. <laughs> Tell me how that works, first of all. I went all the way around this chair trying to save myself. It seemed like a life forever. <laughs> Again, I had just woken up. Yeah. Now I'm on the ground. And and then I see my phone. I'm like, why is my phone on? And then I go, oh, shit, there's someone at the door. So I stand up. <laughs> I say, yeah, I stand up and I walk over to the door. Hey, thank you so much. I snatch the cookies, close the door. <laughs> And then I just sit in this orange chair that Michael's in right now. And I just breathe. Like, I just have insomnia cookies. And I'm like, oh, my God. Because, you know, the people downstairs, first of all, were like, she just busted her fucking ass. The people at the door were like, something crazy just happened. Like, I'm sure it sounded like a bucket of shoes fell on the floor. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, go, 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 go. Just hear that thud on the other side. They're like, what so the many thuds. What the fuck? It wasn't like I just fell once. <laughs> and my leg was rogue. It was just flopping around the whole time. <laughs> you fell multiple times. So, yeah, anyway, so I cracked. So, back to present day. I cracked my shit open. I'm so sorry I made you relive that experience. <laughs> She's told me this story before. That's why I started randomly laughing when she first started the story from oh the bathroom. My God. I cracked my toe, op- my pinky toe open on this coffee table. You say you didn't want to look at it before you went to. Well, sleep. I looked at it and I was, it was like dark blood coming from underneath the nail. Oh, get the fuck out. So I was like, I'm not dealing with that tonight. So I just went to bed. Just That's a it. problem for future best. Yeah, I'm just gonna tape still that haven't down. dealt with it fully. I won't. <laughs> um, another one. I mean, if I can keep talking, or do you have more stuff over here? Um, I just have one more. Uh, what's our favorite thing? But yeah, what's another funny moment you can think of since we're commiserating? The, um, I think the dentist is by far the like, stretch. I almost said that because that had some staying power. We kept bringing stretch like yeah. back into the fucking <laughs> episodes after the stre- that. I couldn't wait to tell Michael about the stretch. That man. was fucking crazy. Um. So, yeah, he's saying, we're going to have to, like, pull your cheek out and all this stuff. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. And they, he starts doing, he's like, huh. like, the whole time he always apologizes. So sorry I'm having to do this, blah, blah, blah. Sorry it's uncomfortable. Like, and then all he's saying the whole time, 
I just wanted to be a grown-up so bad, but it was so hard. And he, I have to stress that I did not have any, la I did not have any gas. Like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just dumb and goofy. Yeah. He's like, oh, so sorry I'm having to stretch you like this. <laughs> ah! Michael just got up and left the room. <laughs> and he just kept saying it, Michael. He kept saying, sorry I have to stretch you like this. And I, like, only the dirtiest thoughts were coming to my mind. Naturally. Naturally. So, come back into the room. Oh my lord. And he just kept saying it and pulling my cheek out further. It did not hurt. There was I mean, it would be worse if he, if he was more specific, though. Sorry I have to stretch your cheeks out like this. <laughs> no, it would be... <laughs> it wouldn't be any better. But, but I'm just thinking, like, oh, no problem, Doc. I've been stretched like this before. Like, my brain... <laughs> Sorry I have to pull your cheeks apart. Like, I guess there's really no... <laughs> There's no good way to say it. He could have not said it. He could have said, are you still comfortable? He could have said anything, but he yeah. kept just being like, sorry, I'm having to stretch you so far and stuff like that. And I'm like, why are you talking to me like this? And so I get up to the front and an old friend of mine from high school works there now. Of course. Um, and so she's like, hey, and I'm like, hey, she's like, uh, you have a balance of $112. And I was like, for all that stretching they did in there. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, is that a good price or a bad <laughs> really, price? Really? I feel like I got used in there. You're going to charge me? <laughs> he should be paying me. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, the, all those Halloween episodes are funny. The, uh, the standard band where you were talking about picking fucking E3000 out of your teeth. Oh my god. With the milk duds and shit. Speaking of like... Like, the, what the fuck is a dot? Like, all that, right. all that shit, that was great. There, there's no graceful way to eat a fucking milk dud. And they sell them at the fucking uh, movie theaters. Oh, yeah. So now I'm sitting there. <laughs> in the middle of a movie theater getting yelled at. Popcorn being thrown at me. I'm digging in the back of my mouth just trying to get this fucking E3000 out of my fucking molars. Hey, get the fuck out. <laughs> It's like I'm chewing on Gorilla Glue. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Jesus So that's why I say fuck a milk dud. Okay, that's understandable. Um, the last one is dots. And I stand dots. Oh, good. Because I fucking hate a dot. IRL? Ooh, in real life, gross. <laughs> disgust. Really? Oh, you like dots? <laughs> yeah. Gelatin? Are they gelatin? I haven't had them in a long time. Okay, better not have, because uh, that's against the vegetarian gods, just so you know. Dots are gross. Are you talking about the here's Hindu the reason. Gods when you here's say the that? reason. Here's the reason that I hate dots. Because the amount of gelatin they put in there, it's not like a gummy anymore. It's weird. I don't like that texture, the way that the, the thickness of that gelatin. Yeah. The flavor isn't fucking good enough. God forbid I get the one that doesn't look like black licorice, but fucking tastes like it for some goddamn reason. And most of the time you're finding them in these little bitty packs that only have like three or four in them. None of them taste good enough for me to keep. There's some sort of mint flavor there that I don't fucking want, don't need, didn't fucking ask for. I don't like the fucking packaging. They need mint? to change it. Yeah, there's like some mint licorice fucking flavor in there. I don't know where it's fucking coming from. 1843, bro. Get back where you fucking belong. Dots. Get a better fucking name. It's not a dot. It's not a dot. Is it? It's more of a thimble. Name them thimbles. Thims, even. I don't fucking care. I guess, 
They're, just, they're usually in tiny boxes. I guess they can't fit a lot of letters on there. They can't fit a lot of fucking product in there either. You know what? They, they can fit my foot up their fucking ass. They can get out. I don't want any of it. Must be the scene in Breaking Bad where a dude was trying to learn to walk again. And his wife is like, pain is weakness leaving the body, Hank. And he said, pain is my foot in your ass, Marie. <laughs> Staying power, just like with a stretch, the uh, homeless man shit. Yeah. Just constantly bringing that back up. Yeah, you're just this constantly entire, bashing homeless this entire people. This entire year do that. has been me getting bashed on about homeless people. You bashing on homeless people, let's be honest. So, finally, McDinally. Okay. Your overall favorite episode. Overall favorite episode? Yeah, out of all. The, that is so hard. I think it's gonna was this episode like forty seven or some shit. Yeah. Like I think that. when I think about the podcast, yeah, I do put a lot of density like weight on last Halloween's episodes. Yeah. They were great. I mean, we had the dem- demon slayer bit where you talk about uh, having your demon slayer outfit on. Oh, for the for the ghost hunt. For yeah. the ghost hunt. Yeah. yeah. Um. A few months ago, my wife and I took a trip to Georgia. We were in Atlanta for a week. We were in Savannah for a week. Well, it's it's important to say that why you did this was kind of perpetuated by your love of ghost adventures. Stuff um, like, like very convincing footage. Right. Um, but I wanted my own proof. And so for the Savannah leg of the trip, we did these... We did house tours and of people that lived in Savannah, like the lady that founded the Girl Scouts and stuff like that. And some of the houses, they also doubled with ghost tours. Okay, so the biggest thing we did was like the last night we were there, mm-hmm. or one of the last nights we were there, um, the Savannah Theater, which is not really known to be haunted. Like if you look it up, if you just search Savannah Theater, it's not going to have all these stories of ghosts and stuff like that you know it's gonna be like oh look at all the different people that have that have been part of the savannah theater company and and people that have come through and visited and and stuff like that um for example it's believed that the guy that killed lincoln was part of the savannah theater company or at least his brother was and they believe that he was an actor too it it can be deduced that he probably had something to do with it too. But anyway, um, the theater burned down like multiple times, like not burned down, but had multiple fires and stuff like right. that. Oh, I forgot to mention, I had a shirt like this and I have sweatpants. So I'm wearing a Demon Slayer shirt. It's obviously an anime about slaying demons. I had pants, Demon Slayer pants as well with Tanjiro on them, main character. Because I was like, they need to know from the get-go, I am not the fucking one. (laughs) If it's something more than ghosts, if it's not really Benjamin, if it's (laughs) Balthazar. They're going to look at your fucking matchy-match outfit. Oh shit, he's a demon slayer. I better fuck off. But when I think about the podcast, I think about episode one, Ed Kemper... You don't know how to fucking do a who took or not who took a, what happens next, and literally you're just like 
It's just the way that you're asking the questions and you really cannot get past, you know, tricking me very much because you're just reading down the wiki. So every time I go back and listen to that episode, not only is the story of Ed Kemper so intriguing and fucking scary, just weird, the the person that he is. Fucked up. Um, I think that just the way that we went about that whole thing was was hilarious yeah. and the you know the questions a b c and d I, I i don't know i i think about that one all the time he performed rites with his younger sister's dolls that culminated in what drilling holes where he thought the dolls vaginas would be burning the dolls Removing the heads and hands from the dolls. Or burying the dolls in the backyard. I don't see how you could have come up with drilling holes where the vaginas could have been. He's a fucking psycho. That's how. No, I'm saying I don't know how your brain could have thought of that so fast. And therefore, that is my answer. Okay. He performed rites with his younger sister's dolls that culminated in his removing their heads and hands. Oh, good job. You're a fucking freak. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, me? Fuck. Yeah. He stated in later interviews that some of his favorite games to play as a child were Hospital and House, Hide and Seek and Tag, (laughs) I can't keep it together. (laughs) scrabble and pin the tail of the donkey or (laughs) gas chamber and electric chair (laughs) gee i wonder i really hope it's the last one it is in which he asked his younger Who, who played that with him his younger sister Hey, let's play gas chamber. He would ask his younger sister to tie him up and flip an imaginary switch. He would then tumble over and writhe on the floor, pretending that he was being executed by gas inhalation or electric shock. Nice. I think that's a great answer. I think, um... Shit, it's funny to say that, like, both of our favorite episodes are probably within our first ten episodes. I don't, we're not trying to say that to undersell the, the last 40 that we've recorded. We think I almost want to pull them up just to yeah. make sure. Yeah, we think they're all great, but when I'm like thinking about like over this past year, like some of my favorite memories and moments to think of in an episode, I, I'm gonna say probably Toilet Bowls and Tiger Bites again. It was like such a joy having Alexandra on the podcast. She meshed so well. You were able to continue telling a story when I left the room because she was right there to listen to it. Um, and we had a lot of fun telling the stories that we told. You know, me fucking getting a dent in my leg. Which That's right. A story From that a started. Off. Yeah, a beat off injury. I, I, have, I have lots of scars on my body. This one, I think this is the only one that was caused by being addicted to masturbating. So... It was when, Are you it, sure you still want to hear this? This, <laughs> this was at our old, old house, right? Our first house that we grew up in. We left that house at four, when you were 14. I was probably, I think I was in middle school. And you were addicted to masturbating? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you started young. Facetious, but maybe not. So, oh my God. 
I, for some, okay. So, I think I was still in my school uniform, right? Because, of course. Um, Sacrilegious. Fuck it. So, I don't change my, I wouldn't change my clothes when I got home from school. It was just like, why well, I'm not going no, anywhere. I, don't I would have, just fall asleep on the couch. I don't have friends, whatever. So, I have my, my khakis on and my polo on, right? And when no one was home, I used to, like, beat off in the living room. <laughs> just on one of the chairs or something, okay? So... <laughs> You all need to tell your mother in advance not to listen to this episode. I don't know why you chose <laughs> No, there was one time she was yelling at me about how I wasn't living up to my potential. And at first I thought she was trying to find a way to tell me I was messing I just, I just want to stop around. for a second. Here's the thing. Y'all could have gotten in the fucking car, saved me all this fucking trauma. <laughs> and you could have said, tell me that story about the scar you got from beating off and being a dick to <laughs> I'm never going to get the glory of hearing my story. <laughs> I have to listen to this shit. I got to about my sister serving This is your husband. <laughs> so, yeah, I wasn't her husband when I was 13. So... Serving cunt means doing a fucking full split. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's not me, like, sitting there going, you were a oh, here's the special for the day. My vagina coming up. So I fucking, Matt, Alexander, are you good? Are you, are, you, are you good? So for some reason, at some point, because I was probably... I didn't. I it, well, I didn't have a phone yet. I don't think, right? Because I'm pretty sure I was still in middle school. I might have been in high school. I'm pretty sure I was still in middle school. Um, but we had the PlayStation in the living room, and again, sometimes people weren't home. We had that big TV. PlayStation has a browser. You do the fucking math, right? Yep. 1080p, baby. That sounds about right. So <laughs> this was back before 4K. So I got caught down bad in 1080p. <laughs> so. <laughs> She's losing. Not the Tinetti penis. So Tinetti penis, baby. Jesus. All right. So for some reason, I needed something for mom and dad's room. So I, <coughs> when I went in there, I still had, because I was like mid beat off, I think. Right, I, I, beat off sounds like <laughs> some fucking person from 1400 that played piano really well. <laughs> I had like I'm just gonna Madison. I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was gonna be out. I had the like, mid beat off symphony. So I had like tunnel vision, right? <laughs> and so I still had my pants around my ankles. Oh no! And I was so I was like scooting over to mom to like into mom and dad's room to get whatever I was getting, mm. like a little deviant. And do you remember how our living room was laid out? So we yeah. had we had the big chair. If you were looking straight at our living room, like where the TV is, like if you're facing, if you were the TV, you would be looking Chairs at the living room. Chairs over here, couches over right here. here, and then in the middle of them, there's like an end table, right? Yeah. Coffee table in the middle, whatever, whatever. It's like this, but Cou like, yeah, it's kind of this, this is set more like this. So, but when you come out of their room, because the room's in the back hallway, you're facing the back of the chair, and I was in the chair. And you remember that time where I decided to go down a hill on a bike with my without hands and feet? Yeah. I ended up breaking my arm. So I decided to try to do a fucking Tony Hawk trick with my pants around my ankles. And your dick in your hand? <laughs> and I tried to basically run. And I think I... 
from my memory, what I because remember I had I think they call that gleaming <laughs> no. the pube. From, <laughs> from my memory, remember remember that I had beat off tunnel vision. Okay, beat off tunnel so vision. So this is only from my flawed memory of the situation. I'm pretty sure what I was trying to do was with my pants around my ankles jump over this end table and onto the chair because I would do that sometimes. I would you yeah, know, you would do dumb shit when I was all young. I would always want to like. Jump over the chair to get in it, and or you would whatever. always fuck some shit up. And I want, and I try fucking doing parkour in the yeah. house. Yes, literally. So I oh would fucking parkour like the office parkour. So I would try to do this. So I tried to do this with my pants around my ankles. And your dick in your hand, <laughs> probably. And it and cle- beat off tunnel vision. Clearly, yeah, clearly didn't fucking work. <laughs> and um, what what ended up happening was, I. Some apparently I was moving with some kind of G force. <laughs> I fucking I fucking hatcheted my thigh on the edge of the fucking end table. Well, I would assume that could happen. Right you above have a scar. Yeah, right above my. I was knee. gonna say like I haven't seen this scar. scar. Oh, wow. I want to see it. I think I recall you having this injury. Where is it? You can't really. Yeah, there's like. Oh, I see it right there. You see scar tissue? Yeah. So I whacked it, and I and it's like a fucking half inch scar tissue that I wish you never saw. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was like a half inch fucking wedge taken out of my goddamn leg. And that's what. And so then I had to go back in mom and dad's room to get the fucking gauze, right? Because I'm bleeding now. And, uh, so I had to lay on the chair, right? And now my pants are just off anyway. Um, and wrap my leg. Cause who just, are you going to tell? Who am I going to tell? So I have to take you care of myself. You just have to hope to God this isn't something that needs stitches. Yeah. So I just wrap my fucking leg up as tight as it'll go. Right. And then after it's wrapped up, I mean, and I've, I don't know why you were worried about it bleeding. Clearly, okay. all the blood was diverted somewhere else. Well, that was yeah, close enough. I always got blood and lube all over Slick. Jesus. Like, that's the kind of decision you make when you don't have enough blood getting to your brain. So It was probably the lube. You probably slid across the fucking hand table. So I, <laughs> so I wrapped my leg up in gauze. Yeah. And it was almost like a decision. Like, I was like, okay. I've taken a deep breath and I've dealt with all this, right? Because when you... Listen. You didn't! No, no, no. Listen, listen. No, no. I know what you're thinking. No, Madison. I was in too much pain. Okay. So, I was thinking the same thing. I thought thing. you went right Y'all back to... Y'all thought I I was finished? thinking the yeah. same thing. I was like, please don't tell me that you're going to say you went right back to doing what you was doing. No, Look, I didn't. I wouldn't put it over me. Like, I would also probably do it if no. it was bad enough. So what I did was just because when it happened i went into serious mode right i got thrown out of my beat off tunnel vision and into ejected from the tunnel yes i've been ejected from the ejac no ejac so i had to jump into serious self-medicine mode and so, like I said, I laid there and I wrapped like the whole fucking thing of gauze around my thigh until it probably basically... too much. Also, it, it hurt. Let's say that. Yeah, it hurt. I need this it much gauze to stop the pain. Gauze. And then, as soon as that was done, I was like, "All right, serious mode is over." I took a deep breath, and then I just started screaming as loud as I could to get the nut out, the nut no. out, the nut energy out of you somehow because it hurt so fucking oh. bad. 
You know, one um, that we forgot about was Sleepwalking and Skinwalker Ranch. That was Skin- a, yeah, that was a great that episode. Was a good one. That was a good one. That was an interesting one, but no, I think I picked the one that I wanted number number one. And you said which one did you like the most? Uh, episode seven, Total Balls and Tiger Bites. Remember you talked about like fisting your fucking toilet yeah. to, to plunge it and shit like yep. that? That one was just like chock full of ridiculous Just so shit. many ridiculous things. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. Yep. That was a good one. And Alexandra fit right in. She was great. <laughs> Y'all are going to be so fucking disappointed in me. So, um, so I've been living my life in this apartment for the past six months. Yeah. Um, and I've been dreading the moment that my toilet got plugged up because I don't have a plunger. Oh, God. Oh, no. But you can't go get a plunger. Just don't talk because I don't need you ruining this for me, okay? <laughs> yeah, so, but if you take a shit at 11 o'clock at night, where are you going to go get a fucking plunger? But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I took a shit at some point. I don't know when, but obviously, even if it was in the middle of the day, I wasn't looking to go get a plunger at that point. So I'm like, fuck, it finally happened. Of course, it took six months, so somebody needs to clap for me because it took six months for me to clog my fucking toilet, right? <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> so. It took I've been a lot less time for that to happen in our house. We didn't have a plunger either, so we just waited for the shit to disintegrate. Oh, no, I didn't. And so, so no, like, the shit in the to... toilet paper was ready to go through the hole. It softened up enough. We just kept like coming like once daily. Will it flush? Okay, well we'll check no. again tomorrow. All right, so so I was like, I can't have this be the case. I have one bathroom. Oh God, yeah. Um, and I will probably have to shit in a little while again. So I need this to be fixed immediately. I'll probably have to shit again. So whatever was plugging it, I couldn't see. So most of the water was clear, but it had some of those toilet paper floaties. Mm-hmm. The, the, whatever, the poop and whatever else was clogging it was a little bit further back. In no. The so I'm like. No. Desperate, desperate times call for desperate measures. Oh. And I just balled up my fist. <laughs> and started punching the hole. <laughs> I started punching the hole of the toilet. Audience just hears our fucking outro music at this point because we just walked the fuck so out. So I just start punching the hole of the toilet like, surely this will do. And my fist is about the size of the hole of the toilet. Of course, I'm not touching anything gross. I'm just praying to God that enough force goes through that like water pushes this back. I'm like, fuck, it didn't work. So I walk out of the room. You're not touching anything gross. Just the bottom of a fucking toilet right. bowl. And just splashing water. I just oh, God. Just, I was like, it looked like if somebody would have walked in, they probably would have t- taken me to a psych ward, honestly. For sure. And I am like using all my force of punching into the bottom of this porcelain toilet. And so I'm like, fuck, it didn't work. Like all of my efforts for nothing, I, now I have shit water all over my hand or whatever. Right. So I walk out of the room and I wash my hands and all of a sudden I hear... And I was like, my fist of fury! Like, oh, fucking smash. God so I, I actually unplugged my toilet with my fist. Well, I've got one for you. I know that that's our favorite episode, but I just thought about that. Okay. About this. What was your, if you don't know by now, now you know, I make all the art for our podcasts. Oh. So, what would you say was your favorite piece of art 
um, from the podcast. That's a tough one, man. Like, you can go through that if because you would like Because episode three was great. And what was episode three? That was the ghost kid walking up to the door, just like, and the filter that you put on it. I think and it looked I, like fuzzy, like it was like old school. Yeah, like, old school classic almost Halloween. Almost like uh, Charlie Brown Halloween type vibes. There's a lot of great ones. Like, um, I love uh, episode four, Fillings and Phobias, which has the stretch thing on it. Yeah. And it's got a, a vampire going to the dentist. Because that was when we really started getting creative. Because, you know, episode one, I just kind of put that together and was like, music and murder. I'll put Ed Kemper on an album cover. And then you came in with like the art and started like mixing the uh, the ideas. You know, we, we do a little like less of that these days, but it, like it's still really good. But like episode five was one of those ones where it was like, oh, we talk about a cat haunting your apartment. We also talk about like record players and shit. So here's a cat ghost fucking with a record player. I remember um, when we were going, the first time Michael said, that's probably my favorite so far. Was 12. Was, was 12. Yeah, just, just the aesthetic is, of yeah, it. Yeah, it's like all, colorful all, nutcrackers. Exactly. That's one of my favorites to look at for sure. That's why it's tough. I, I would probably say that it's 12. Um, But let me look through here real quick because 12 was a really Skinwalker cool. Ranch was funny because I did like Pleasant Valley Ranch bottle or Hidden Valley Ranch. Yeah. Hidden Valley Ranch bottle, but I put Skinwalker Ranch, which was just funny to me. The Mommy Milk would be a good one, too. Mommy Milk was cool. It was, like, vintage, and it said Mommy Milk. Yeah. Episode 37, obviously, just because I have to say that. Oh, yeah. It, um, uh, the Pride episode. Yeah. And then... Yeah, man. I like the newest, the Alien one. Oh, and I love 44, where you're uh, a psychic. A psychic. With an egg. With an egg cleanse. Yeah, yeah. with an egg cleanse. That was really cool. But I would say, out of all, I don't know, aesthetically, I would probably have to say the Nutcrackers, just because I'm like a rainbow slut. Yeah. But these are all so good. And, uh, yeah, Mommy Milk is another one for sure for me. But, yeah, overall, I'm going to say Nutcracker. What'd you say yours was? I'm going to, I kind of want to go with the vampire one. Okay. I think, the, yeah. I think that that was the first time where I was like... Yeah, this is this this is shit. And right I think here. that was one of the ones where we did like a mind meld or something like that. Cause I said, oh, the next episode could be like, you know, a mouth going ah with the dentist going through, and you're like, I'm two steps ahead of you, and then you sent it to me. Yeah. And it was that, but it was a vampire because it was our spooky season episode, and I was like, bro, we're on that. That was a good episode too. When I was talking about that guy that came in my house to set up my internet and shit. Madison here in post. So as I was going through finding all of the recordings for this episode, I realized that there are a couple really funny parts in some of our episodes that we didn't even mention. So I'm dedicating this section to honorable mentions and I hope you enjoy. All right, number one. What was your most ridiculous impulse buy? Or like your worst impulse buy? About all of the things. Hmm. But one impulse buy of mine, there's a little bit of a twist to this. So I was on Tinder. Yes. Uh, three years ago, three, four years ago. 
And I'm a hopeless romantic. Tinder. Yeah. I didn't know. You yeah. Were, oh, wow. But I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I was still looking for, like, the other hopeless romantics on Tinder. Uh, cat, there's, you know, plot twist, there's not any. They're just there to fuck, and I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. I, like, I knew, but I thought there had to have been other ones, especially when they have, like, a long-running, interesting conversation with you. Yeah. About music and about TV shows and about all this shit. So, I land myself at this guy's apartment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Alone? And he's a, he's a musician, yeah, alone. Went to his place? Yeah, I went to his place. God. Yeah. Breaking all the fucking rules, man. I don't know the rules. I still don't know the fucking rules. Jesus. So, I didn't realize that was bad until just this very fucking moment. Now I'm frightened for my life. Anyway, mm-hmm. so... So, yeah, like, we go inside. We're literally watching comedians in cars getting coffee. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld shit. We're talking about music. He's showing me some of his music. Okay. I'm there for hours before he starts to do anything. Mm. This guy, first of all, has the biggest penis I've ever seen in my fucking life. God damn, man. Like, I mean in a way where it's like... get right to the point. I'm sorry, I'm trying. Jesus. Um, Has the biggest penis I've ever seen in my fucking life. Definitely did not fit anywhere. Sorry, it hurt everywhere. Every single place. It hurt in my heart. So I'm wrestling this fucking anaconda, doing a horrible job. It seems like I'm a virgin at this point. Like, literally can't... I can't do shit with this fucking Were you at least communicating thing. with him? Like, this hurts, I can't... No, I was just kind of, like, living with it. But it, he could also, like... It was obvious that it was awkward because it's like... Who's throwing their thing thing around when it's this fucking big? You're just gonna act like I can just get it like that. Like, like what do you think? You think I can dislocate my fucking jaw or my pussy for something this fucking big? No, like, I was terrified as soon as I found out. Right? So obviously the sex was lame. Lame as fuck because I can't handle a fucking anaconda sized penis. Lame. Here's the thing. Let's keep going because this is fucking the lamest shit I ever did in my life. This is another skipping up every step and just going straight to. Exactly. That's me right now. (laughs) Big toe on the fucking 10th floor of this motherfucker. So I think we had a good time. We had a good time. He's understanding. His dick's too big. Like, it, this probably happens all the time. So the next day, I'm working at Dawes. I'm working at, you know, the pizza place that I started at, right? Yeah. And I call the other one that I used to work at. And I say, hey, because this guy said he had never had Marcos before. Okay. So I call... And I say, Josh, because I knew this, I know this guy that used, that worked there. I hired him mm-hmm. and he still worked at that location. So I, hey man, um, I'm going to pay for this pizza to get delivered out to this guy's job because I knew where he worked because we had talked about it. Okay. Keep listening. Oh my God. So I was, I was like, wondering where the impulse, I was like, was I'll be of. real. I'll be real suave and like send him a pizza and he'll be like head over heels for me. And I'm like waiting on a text message. I'm like, how was how was lunch? Oh, it was good. We like went out and did this. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, oh well, like, um. So I like got you a pizza, and he found it. Like apparently he worked in the back in the lab, 
not in the front. So he went the up there. lab? Yeah, I guess. So he's a nerd and no. he has a giant cock? Yeah, like, well, he worked at Eyeglass World. But anyway, so... <laughs> oh, my God! Okay, yeah, so, so like, apparently the people up front that are just selling fucking, you know, book glasses or whatever ate half the goddamn pizza, and now he's grabbing it and, like, taking the last bit home. Aw. And he was like, sorry about that, I got the last bit. Poor guy. I was like, no problem, like, hope you enjoy it. He never talked to me again. Chapter 2... I go to play Veets downtown with Dad's band. Mm. He's the fucking front door guy. No, remembers my name and everything. He's like, "Hey, Madison," and I'm like, "You literally ripped me open in my heart and my lower regions." God. And then you're just gonna sit here and say, "Hey, Madison," God. like you didn't fucking ignore me after I sent you a goddamn pizza. I remember. I remember you saying that. Yeah. And then he was there again. Like and Dad's I, just sitting there with a dumbass smile on his face. I went there for like a wiser. like a charity thing. It's like you know him. You're and like, he wasn't there this second time. Mm. And then like I go outside to smoke. And there he is. And he's like, hey, Madison, what'd you get here? I'm like, I don't know. When'd your dick get so big? Like, go fuck you. When did you get here? Ten minutes after your dick got here? <laughs> did you swing in like a fucking monkey? What is the worst way your sibling has embarrassed you? Michael almost burnt the house down with a pair of my panties. <laughs> was that embarrassing for you? Yes. I had this lamp in my room that, you remember when you were talking about those ornaments that were like inverted um, with the cone that went inside, it looked like a gadget to you? Yeah. Basically this was a round lamp and then it had like a cone shape that went into the middle of the lamp and then there was a hole in the center of that. So it was a very groovy old school looking lamp but it was like from Target. I come home with my mom, and my lamp, no, let me start, let me go back a little bit. We smell burnt rubber. Burnt something. Burnt melted something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we come up on the porch and my lamp is absolutely destroyed. I'm oh, talking no. melting apart black. Disgust. It was on the porch? It was sitting on the porch. Okay. At this point. We come inside. And me and mom are both like, what the fuck happened? Because I just left my fucking, like, everything was fine. I think we must have got into it, like, because I remember being really mad. So I... Dad's mad at me. Because <laughs> indirectly somehow I made the house smell like burnt fish. <laughs> I was at the store with my mother, and my dad's mad at me because the house at some point smelled like burnt fish because my little brother went in my room, took a pair of my underwear out of my laundry basket, and threw it on top of the lamp, the lit lamp. His his explanation years later was, I knew you didn't like when I was in your room. Really? So I went in so your he room. Did some shit that you would know he was in. There. Right. When I went into my room, I would see and I would get upset. 
This is the mental shit my little brother would put me through. I was basically a toddler, okay? But instead of that happening, and what would ensue of just me walking in and seeing my panties on my lip <laughs> and being pissed, and then we both get in trouble for that. No, I'm an innocent in this whole story. At the store <laughs> with mom, Michael almost burns the goddamn house down with a pair of my underwear and my lamp. I come home. The find underwear out, got set on fire, by the look, way. In case I that come wasn't home, clear. find out that my lamp is destroyed, <laughs> and my dad is mad at me. <laughs> he's like, "I know he's a piece of shit for burning your underwear, but no. you couldn't at least have some clean fucking underwear." You went in my dirty clothes and grabbed <laughs> a pair of underwear and put it on top of this fucking shit on this <laughs> lamp, this lit lamp. So now I'm getting yelled at for the house smelling like a fucking. Crawfish oil, right? And my lamp is destroyed. Like I'm, I'm in pieces, right? <laughs> I'm upset. My room smells like fucking burnt rubber for the next fucking week. <laughs> and I am fucking going at it in my mental state <laughs> with that and a million other things. Fighting demons in the dark, mind you, because my lamp is not working anymore. <laughs> Smell like somebody fucking. Skid out in my room. <laughs> fucking did a donut in my room for the next fucking week. And dad just keeps saying, Fishy Francis over here. Fuck you, dad. I didn't do anything. I was like, my panties were in the laundry basket. I had cleaned my room. My lamp was on. I was having a good time. I feel so bad sometimes. This is so irrelevant and it's just going to hurt your feelings. But I'm going to say it. Okay. I think we've had this conversation like years ago where I was like, how can I politely tell you, because I'm not trying to insult you, that you do look like I do. <laughs> like, because y'all have the same face. Sometimes. We like, don't really. If I'm you like, put us next to each other, we don't, but I know what you mean. I've seen pictures and of I'm Shrek. And I'm trying to tell people, like, I yeah. do look like fucking Shrek. <laughs> and they're like, no, you don't. Now, I've seen other people that look more like Shrek than me, and they're women also. Yeah. But I understand the I understand the sentiment. But the first time I came to you like that, and I was like, "Please don't take this the wrong way." But you look like like, like you're like, "Oh yeah, I can't take that the fucking wrong right. way." You tell me I look like Shrek, right? Like, is there a polite way to tell you? You're like, no, you fucking told me I look like Shrek. There's no nice had, way. The only, the only nice way you would have had to preface it by saying, "No, Shrek is a very handsome ogre." <laughs> I'm not. No, no. I was like, I was trying to say it in between all the laughing. I'm not trying to insult you, but like you just he, actually look, look like when him. When he was human, when he was human, Shrek. Nah, it does not look like you. Is that what you're talking about? Okay, I was talking about, about you. the ogre. Listen to me. <laughs> you don't look anything like human, Shrek. <laughs> you only look like the mythological creature, the green one who lives in a swamp and eats jelly out of people's eyeballs. What the fuck? What I was trying to say was... What I was trying to say was, when he became human Shrek, I, <laughs> I thought I could see it even more so to say, like, look, guys, now do you see why when, I'm, when I say I look like Shrek now that he's, like, peach tone? But here you are going, you don't look anything like human Shrek. You only look like the green one. Well... I guess to 
end it? Yeah. Uh, let's go through our top uh, five episodes, or we can go through all ten if you'd like. Go through, yeah, what, what's our top ten according to what viewers, I guess? What, okay, who's so got the most views? The most views, uh, this is so weird. Should we start at ten? Oh, you want to start at ten? Yeah, yeah. start at ten. So number eight, Toilet Bowls and Tiger Bites. You got it on. Uh, with 23 views. I know it doesn't sound like much, but we appreciate each and every one of you that listens to our podcast. Um, we, you know, if we didn't have any views, I think we still might attempt to do this. But this is really so nice to know that people actually are around and listening. Yeah. Um, episode 10, Flatulence, uh, Flatulence and Familicide. That's number nine. That's, uh, that's the one about... Um, turkey is that the one with the turkey yeah, that, art? that was the thanksgiving killer and i think i guess i was farting a lot or something <laughs> episode 23 is number eight in eighth place uh safety poles and swinger parties that's the one with the pineapple art which yeah, is cool art as well for sure uh episode 13 dr seuss how the grinch stole christmas is in number seven hell yeah um, in number six, or in sixth, uh, episode 20, Coin Flips and Convictions, month in review. Nice. I'm, I think it's funny that I got into the top ten. I guess it was because that yeah. whole thing with the Ravens and the Bengals was like a hot topic And they topic got 27 listens. Um, episode four, Fillings and Phobias. So my favorite on the list as well. Is it what um, spot? Fifth place? Is in fifth place nice. with 32 listens. Nice. Uh, episode three, Nightmares and Nostalgia, is in fourth place, Spooky Season, uh, with 37 views. Uh, episode two, Dog Poop and Dimensional Travel, with 42, which is so weird we didn't talk at all about that except for the homeless people stuff that we talked about in that episode. Yeah, we talked about the Mandela effect in that episode, but I think which in my we opinion getting, is the people being wrong effect. Right. Yeah. And we were, ju- we were getting... Um, we were getting new views because we were new. Yeah. And then yeah. people started kind of falling off. But it's funny that it's still up there. Episode one comes in second with uh, 56 views. Yeah. And then the unexpected winner that I feel like somebody got a hold of and just started sharing with all their friends. Which is what we want you to do. Yeah, we want you to do that. Share with your friends. Get them to listen to the funny part, part uh, ones that you like. Whatever. Um... Episode 6, Tusk Movie Review, comes in hot with 72 listens. The funny thing is that, like you said, it's had like a couple surges to where it, like, it started off, I think it was tied with Toilet Bowls and Tiger Bites for a while. They were down there on the list somewhere, maybe around 7th or something. And then it all of a sudden it shot up. And then it shot up again recently, and every time we check it, it's got a couple more listens. So, yeah, you said that has like 72 views now? 72 listens. Yeah, hell yeah. That's um, pretty great, guys. So we have we have some movie reviews coming in um, October that may rival that, honestly. Uh, we reviewed a movie, and uh, or I made Madison watch a movie, I guess I should say. Um, and we're not going to tell you what it is yet, but it might be worse than Tusk, in my opinion. So, um, we look forward to uh, another year of, I don't, don't want to say, should I call it greatness? Another year of greatness, another year of familiness. Another year of 
gabbing our yabs or whatever. Another year of sizeness. Yeah. Size queenness. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jesus. Again, we just want to say thank you to everybody that sticks around um, and listens. The people that have sent at least me uh, uh, some sort of gifts because of the podcast records and such. Um, have you gotten any records or anything yet? No. Oh, sorry. I didn't Never know. Never set up the PO box. That's right. Um, Rachel, especially, I know she is a avid listener. If you want to be recognized on the podcast, go to our social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on uh, Facebook. We do have a TikTok. We need to upload more on. Yeah. Um, if we get enough, uh, so send us. Uh, whenever I guess whenever we announce this episode, right? Send us. Um, in the comments, go to Instagram where we're going to announce the episode, and in the comments, tell us what your favorite moments were. When we go over our What Happens Next, say what your favorite was, what's your favorite episode, your funniest moment, and if we get enough responses, we'll read them on the next episode. That's right. All right. All right, guys. Well, we love you. Thank you so much. And this has been another episode of... And another the... year of... Oh. No, just one year. Just one year. Shit! Michael! The Family Size Podcast.